So recessions are restrictions, and it's a universal test. Are you going to succumb to what everyone believes to be true? Or will you rise above and seize opportunity to go bigger in the way that aligns with your soul calling? Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I want to dive into something that I know all of you are like looking around going, how does this affect me? What's my best way through this? And I'm really just going to discuss something that truly, I mean, I think it will blow your mind. It may take you a minute to wrap your head around what I'm going to say and reveal, but it's the truth. And it's really the best way I can communicate to you why it is we do what we do over here, why we're so passionate about educating and informing you all around human design and the truth around money. So to just say it very bluntly, basically because of the frequency that I naturally sit at now, I really just don't experience the world events the way the typical collective does. When a recession hits and interest rates go up, I'm just not affected. We've seen our account dip down to $5,000, literally $5,000 with a family of five and a million dollar brand to run, and it didn't matter. We considered it a guideline, not a truth to react to. And I tell you this not because I'm bragging or any ego involved at all. I tell you this because that is exactly how money is created when you don't react. Because of the reactivity I had to work through over the course of my alignment journey, I have literally exempt myself from these uncertain economic events. Hey, I'd like to invite you to my next free live event. I'm continuing last year's theme on becoming wealth energy, and I'm breaking down the five ways human design can make you a millionaire. And last year's events filled up pretty fast, so I know this one will as well. Go ahead and mark your calendars for August 29th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and register at the link in the show notes below. My live webinar events are jam-packed with lots of value to help you get a solid understanding on how to use your energy to catapult your success. Now, the replay is available to registered participants only for a limited time. Bring your charts because you know I will leave time for some question and answer. All right. Now back to the show. So let me first start by telling you this story. I've revealed quite a bit around my financial struggles and my financial journey, like on the way to getting here to where I now see myself as a magnet to money. I didn't always feel that way. That was not always my truth. So back when Garrick and I were, well, I mean, it was around 2007, we were not noticing that we were having like marital marital problems, marital problems, say that seven times fast. Okay. We were not noticing that we really had um, foundational marital problems at that time. We were thinking we had financial problems, money problems. 
So what we decided to do was take a second out on our house and invest in some real estate. We were working with a good friend of ours. She was a real estate agent and she introduced us to properties in Georgia. Now we live in California. These properties were in Georgia, but the portfolio she showed us and all the numbers like looked stellar. And at the time I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I know a lot of you are probably reading it now. I mean, I'm reading it again now. He's very ahead of his time there. And it looked on track to hit our goals for what we wanted to hit at that time. We took a second, we invested our money into these homes. We even had to do some creative financing to invest into these homes. But bottom line was we trusted someone to come in and rent our properties, right? Because we didn't live there and we didn't do our due diligence. And ultimately, the person we trusted really wasn't working in our best interest. And these properties ended up getting rented out to people who just did not take care of our properties. So by the time we realized we were not getting rents on time, basically being sold a story, a lie about what was actually happening over in Georgia, we had someone go check out these properties for us and they were destroyed. Now these were brand new, beautiful properties. They were demolished. Like there was no way we could just come in and clean it up. It was like we had to remove walls and really go to the structure of the home. It had like there, I mean, I could go on and on about how destroyed these properties were, but it was going to take money we just didn't have. So ultimately, we lost these two properties. And because we had taken a second out on our family home, um, the home that my mother's inheritance paid for, when the market crash of 2008 came, we lost everything. Everything was gone. And that's when Garrick and I realized that Our problems were not just money, they were bigger than money, and we couldn't come together as a couple to fix them. So that led us into having discussions around divorce. And while we're dismantling our dream of having this family, we're also realizing that we don't have any way of fulfilling our agreements, our financial agreements with the people we went into agreement with, and we had to claim bankruptcy. So You can imagine, like my world was crashing in on me. I had thought that I had the family dream, the American dream. I had the home. I had the pool in the backyard. I had the three beautiful kids. I had the suburban. I even had a white suburban because that's my favorite color of car. And I was able to come home from nursing and be a stay-at-home mom with my kids at that time. And all of it was just taken away right? And then even my husband, my soulmate was being taken away. Now, I mean, ultimately this lady who we trusted our money with, she went, ultimately she went into hiding. She changed her name. She is now on the most wanted list for taking people to the tune of over $4 million. My best friend, the one that Uh, connected me to her. She was taken for a million dollars. Like she didn't just do this to me. She did it to other people, but it left us just in ruins. We had to completely start over. And I wasn't going to start over with my partner. I was now going to start over as a single mom without a career, 
with three kids. I had no idea how I was going to support and I was being kicked out of my family home. So you want to talk about reactive? I was highly reactive, very angry, very victim. I had to go back into the workforce. I had no idea who was going to take care of my kids because at that time, Garrick was drinking a lot. So I really couldn't trust him to really establish a residence for them and safely drive them place to place and just take care of them. I was a wreck. Everything I had worked for had suddenly come crashing down seemingly overnight, but really it was like a two-year time span. And I just felt like I had no idea what to do next. I was in fight or flight, right? And in those moments, all I wanted to do was keep my kids in, you know, a semi-normal world. So I was scrambling to keep my daughter in competitive dance. I was scrambling to keep the kids in sports and making sure they were getting to school and had good lunches. Like at one time, I mean, at one point, one of my friends came to my house and said, do you have enough food in your pantry? Because your daughter came to school today saying she needed food from my daughter because you didn't have any in your home. And I mean, of course we had food in our home and all of that stuff, but it was like, wow, this is, I'm turning into my worst nightmare of a mother. I remember walking down my street, the street that we had our family home on, and the kids were with me. We were on a bike ride, and I said, guys, if you could choose one thing, what would it be? And I gave him a choice. If we could still go to the same school and still go to school with your friends or something else, I can't even remember what the choice was now, but they all were emphatic. They wanted to stay in the school with their friends. They didn't want to leave their grades. They wanted to stay with who they knew. So as we're on this bike ride, I see this guy coming out of this house and he puts a sign in the front of his yard for rent. And I stopped and I said, hey, what is this for rent for? When is this available? Synchronistically, it was available right when I needed it. He told me what the rent was. And I said, well, what do you need from me in order to rent this? I said, we're selling our house down the street and I would love to keep my kids in the same school. I'm going through a divorce and this would be perfect for me. And if you'd like, you know, you can come check out my house now, see how I take care of my things. I'm really, you know, just in a bind and need a place to stay and want to keep my kids in the same school. And he did, you know, he came down, checked out the house. He was like, yeah, I'd love to have you, you know, apply here. And he needed verification of income. Well, I had no income, so I had to come up with income. So I literally went through my house. I sold all the furniture I could. I sold, I used to do a lot of uh, refurnishing and um, repurposing furniture. I was like a Pinterest guru. I was always flipping furniture. And I did all of that within like a couple of weeks and showed proof of income for him to accept me as being his tenant. And I literally was broken. I did not see this as the universe was helping me to figure out my life and the universe was working for me and that the economy was all on my side. I saw myself as a downright victim. I thought I had done all the right things and I got screwed, right? But it was in that moment that I had found this inner fire, this inner power, where really I thought there was nothing left. 
right? And then I'm going through this divorce, which requires lawyer's fees. So I'm accumulating more debt and ultimately burying myself even deeper. So I had to go back to work. I had to get my daughter into after-school daycare. I had to trust that my kids would be safe with their dad, even if he was drinking. I had to turn my life over to whatever higher power you want to call the universe and just say, I've got to do what I've got to do. So this all led me to being where I am right now, right? So when I say things like the economy doesn't affect me or interest rates don't affect me, that's not because I haven't done my or even taken part of a fair share of having gone through the financial ringer. And going through the financial ringer has taught me how money actually works. And what I realized, and this is before I realized that I had the money line or there was anything about human design in my life, I realized I know how to create money. In fact, I'm really good at creating money and actually I never run out. Even when the external reality reflects something different, even when it looks as if the economy has taken all my investments, everything from me, I'm actually going to turn out okay. So this inspired this podcast today because I know there are talks of a recession. I know there are interest rate issues going on. I know there is a real need to find certainty in uncertain times. In moments like this is when we feel the most shaky, the most fight or flight, even if it's low level. When the external is reflecting back to you, oh no, whisper, whisper, you can't help but wonder, how will this affect me? So I just want to share with you what the recession energetics are and how you can work through them in alignment. How you can come out even more powerful on the other side of what your external reality is telling you could not be possible. Intentional work before shadow, before the uncertain times trigger you into reactivity, is how you can also become exempt from the economy. This isn't just Danielle's world. This is your world. This is why I built a brand around this. If it was just for Danielle's world, I wouldn't be making a lot of money helping you do the same. So ask yourself, Are you doing one of these common mistakes, okay? Are you holding back on selling the high ticket offers? Are you slowing down on marketing or have you stopped? Are you believing recessions mean no one has any money? And are you not taking this time to capture opportunity that everyone else leaves on the table? So look around your thoughts and see if any of these are popping up. Well, gosh, I wonder how this economy will affect me. Or what does this mean for my business? What does this mean for my clients, right? Or maybe you've seen the economy affect the people close to you, right? You've witnessed job loss or you've heard clients say that they can't invest right now. So you start worrying. So I'm going to tell you how the recession is working for your alignment because I wish I would have had this information back in 2008, 2009 when my entire world was crumbling down around me. And I mean, you don't have to be woo to know that energy works. Whether you believe in it or don't believe in it, you walk in a room, you turn on the light, you didn't have to believe the light would turn on 
for it to go on, it just does. That is how your human design works. So I'm going to tell you how you can use your alignment to know what to do right now with your cash to ensure your successful navigation of this time, no matter where you are. And most importantly, how to secure your existing business income so your business thrives, not just survives, and you don't find yourself in a life circumstance that pulls you out of the frequency of prosperity. Now, a recession is seen by the masses as a problem to avoid, right? It's looked at as a restriction. So the way you behave and make decisions is according to that restriction. What tends to happen, even with the best intentions, is you start to constrict yourself without even trying. You make reactive decisions based on what you think other people's money issues are. Your business starts to see less money. You hold back in your marketing. You lower your prices. You come up with 100 different payment options. And in this way, what you're really doing is you're allowing the recession to be the power that dictates your business moves, not your alignment. You start closing yourself off to new opportunity because you believe the recession is affecting everyone in the same way. And before you know it, your creativity is stifled, right? You stop doing the thing that's pouring value into other people's lives in the same way you once were. It's the value people get from you that they pay for. And when that's compromised, everything falls into that frequency. I'm very familiar with Gene Key 14. Gate 14 is all about we have to stop compromising. And when we stop compromising, we live in a life of bounteousness, prosperity, wealth, abundance. Okay, so why does a recession happen? Well, anytime there's a constricting of energy in your financial life, in your currency of money, it's because the world has hit an energetic glass ceiling. Now, a recession or interest rates, that's like us as a collective. If it's you with your own personal, you know, bankruptcy issues or, you know, um, default issues, then that's personally for you. But when it's global, when everyone's feeling it, it's because the world has hit that glass ceiling. And it just means that money has been playing really just too big of a role in what actually matters in your life, right? So globally, we can look around and say, wow, we've really given a lot of our power into the currency of money. But break it down and look at what is my individual footprint here? What am I being called to take a closer look at with money? And what is my actual role with money in my life? Here's where the pattern of the pearl comes in beautifully. I'm telling you, if I would have had the stuff that I put out in market for you all today, if I would have had that, man, I mean, I would have paid off debt way quicker. I would have gotten myself up to ground zero way quicker. And I would have been a millionaire probably five years ago. Your soul has a reason it wants and needs money, right? We're out of the days where we're worried about shelter and food. Now we need to use our money for what our soul requires. And the pearl shows you that, and the pattern of the pearl work walks you through these questions so that you can get in tune with your soul, your higher self, and find out her answers. And then, again, it's up to you to take that answer and take aligned action towards that becoming a reality. So the collective moves into this glass ceiling to move us all into alignment individually into more of our personal power. 
And this requires that we become more resourceful, right? Like when I was selling furniture, I would walk into thrift stores and I would take a picture of like a trunk. There was these old trunks, vintage trunks that I was just in love with. Like when I would find them, I didn't even want to sell them. I wanted to keep them. I just was in love with this vintage trunk thing that was going on. But at that time, I was like, nope, all of them are going. In fact, I'm going to the thrift stores and I'm finding them. And I would take pictures while I'm shopping in a thrift store. I would post them to Facebook Marketplace and they would be sold for triple or quadruple what the thrift store was selling them for before I even left the store, before I even bought the trunk. So I would leave the thrift store and just take it to the client. It was crazy, but it was this time that I realized, wow, I am really creative, I am really resourceful, and I'm powerful, right? So I stepped into a level of self-worth. I owned my gift frequency before I even knew I had a gift frequency. Times of restriction really bring up our fear of loss so we can look at that fear and move beyond it right? When you look at my bank account is depleting, my sales are not coming in, it makes you face your reactivity around that. How are you going to react when the universe tests you? So recessions are restrictions and it's a universal test. Are you going to succumb to what everyone believes to be true? Or will you rise above and seize opportunity to go bigger in the way that aligns with your soul calling? This energetic has to happen every so often to teach us who we are, to remind us of our power, our divinity. We have to experience such a tightening so that we as humans can reevaluate why the tightening happens to us. It's uncomfortable to be restricted. It feels like the opposite of who we are, right? We are free, powerful, divine beings, So when we suddenly don't feel that way, our not self, our anger, our bitterness, our frustration, our disappointment comes out to play. And anytime those frequencies come out to play, it's just so we can move through our shadow and make a new decision and move into alignment with our money. Our soul is calling us to loosen our own energetic ceilings and recognize that there really is not less. You just are being made to feel there is less. Now, how are you going to neutralize that? So when I look at my accounts, and I know my clients laugh at this, but when I look at my accounts and I see a number, I'm like, that's a suggestion. That's a guideline. It's giving me some ideas. It's, it's you know, pushing me this way or that way. But I'm not reactive to it. I'm not letting it drive my decisions or drive my actions because I know that that number isn't real. It's there to trigger me. And the less triggered I am around my financials, the more money I magnetically attract. Because when you're in high self-worth and you look at your numbers and you're like, ah, I'm not bothered by it. It's this or that then money's like, oh, well, let me come in and try to wow you. Let me come in and and woo you, right? And I like to say, even when that $100,000 launch comes in, don't react. Act as if you knew it, you expected it all the time. That's what I teach in the formula, guys. We're like planning for these launches, planning for these big paydays, cultivating our offers to be complete no-brainers, 
And when those high paydays come in, we go, all right, let me enter that in my Excel spreadsheet. Next, right? What's next? We don't go blow it on vacations or blow it doing something out of alignment. We go, oh, I expected that to happen because I am in alignment. Why wouldn't it happen? And what I see some of you trying to do to cope with this tightness, this restriction, is responding by lowering your prices, coming up with 100 different payment options, changing your business model, your offers, holding back on your marketing. This is the time when you're supposed to go, wait, wait, this is the time to go big on your investments for your business, to go all in, to recommit, to show the universe, ah, you're not scaring me. And when you doubt your already existing business decisions, especially the ones you're now making in alignment and change course and pivot before it's time, you create chaotic results in your life, right? And instead of trying to band-aid your business, right? I'm going to hire another coach. I'm going to hire another process. I'm going to buy another program. I'm going to duct tape my business together. Instead of doing that, it's now time to get to the root of why this is happening in your world to begin with. And you keep this chaotic frequency going, the more reactive decisions you make instead of, you know, leaning in and making those aligned decisions according to your authority. So why doesn't it work? Why doesn't buying all the courses and band-aiding your business work in a time of restriction? Because you're doing it out of reactivity. And like I said, when you're making decisions from a state of reactive fight or flight or freeze, then your business is in chaos. And when your business is in chaos, then your life is in chaos, right? You're not the best mom. You're not the best partner, right? You're not happy, go lucky, feeling the freedom that life is here to be experienced as. And when your business is in chaos, your income is dipping. You've got those income roller coaster months. And that's because your marketing message starts to become saturated with scarcity energetics because secretly you're afraid to lose money, right? You're afraid it won't keep coming in. So you come across graspy. And ultimately, all your investments that you're hurrying to make and rushing through without connecting to your authority first about means you're spending money on fixing a problem that isn't real. And when your income dips, you feel less confident. So you sit in doubt longer. You wonder if the business is really meant to be. And then that creeps into worry. And then before you know it, all out fear is running the show. And I'll admit, All Out Fear was running the show back when I was going through a divorce, bankrupt, trying to get a rental property, flipping furniture. I took the first nursing job that I could get. I get it. But if I knew then what I know now, what I would have done was I would have stopped and I would have really, really contemplated what is my next move in life? What is my next move? What opportunity is facing me right now that allows me to connect even deeper to my entire purpose for being here on earth? Human design gives you that opportunity. It gives you that foresight, gives you that roadmap so that you can go, I've got an exact blueprint. I know exactly what to do. I don't have to take this job or that job. I don't have to lower my price to this or that. That isn't in alignment for me. That might be in alignment for you in your business, but it isn't in alignment for me. So I'm not going to be swayed comparing myself to anybody else right now. I'm staying in my own lane and moving straight ahead. 
So when you stay in this constant state of reactive decision-making and taking action, you know, it's just like, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and oh yeah, then I'm going to do this too. Then you keep yourself in a place of disempowerment. And what's ultimately created is chaos upon chaos, income roller coasters, clients who can't pay or need a bunch of payment plans. So they're going to start matching your decreased frequency, your fear frequency. And then your offers start to become confusing, right? You're diluting the value. You're not sure. I don't know. Would it work for you? I'm not sure. Maybe I'll add this to this offer because that seems to be what so-and-so needs. So maybe that's what everyone needs. And when your marketing is laden with scarcity energetics, then you start attracting people with money issues or who can't commit and go all in with you. And disempowered frequency really just has you looking outside yourself for the answers, searching for another coach or guru to fix an issue that was really never the problem in the first place. Back when shit hit the fan in my life, what was really the problem was I was not careful about using my money in alignment. It was not according to my pearl. And I definitely know it wasn't according to Garrick's pearl. Like now that we're back together, wow, we see this power we have together and we're like, dang, if we would have only known this back then, we would have outsmarted the economy. It's a good thing our kids know this now because we look at them and they're, you know, Noah's 20, I think he's 26 now. Yeah, 26. (laughs) He's 26. Jaden's 22. Chloe's 18. And my boys are at the same age Garrick and I were when we first got married and have the potential to accumulate all that money and know what to do with it according to their destiny, their pearl, their role with money. I mean, I can't even imagine what heartache that is going to save them from over their lifetime. And when you show up doubting your value, now others doubt you as well. So more objections come up about the price, right? And then no one's taking you up on all the offers you make. They stop becoming seen as safe. You stop showing up as safe. And as a result, no more money is made, right? Or the money you once saw and depended on starts dwindling. And when sales aren't coming in, the life force of your business is not coming in, then there's a real possibility of your business going down when all of that could have been avoided in the first place. So let me give you your solution. You want to know who you are at an energetic level. You want to dive into your design. You want to know your roadmap. I think it's really helpful too to know your clients at an energetic level. So if you're working with human design in your business, I mean, it's great to know all the different energy types and just how they show up to you as clients, as fractal line. But if you're not using human design, just know there are five energy types. Do some research on it. Join the Aura Accelerator to find out all about the different energy types and how the energy of you works. And relate to the people you add value to in a way no one else can, right? The work we're doing over here at Wealthy and Aligned works because we know our people at an energetic level. I work with my client's human design. I work with their pearl gate. We're working with padding their businesses up with energetic blankets so these economy issues aren't an issue. It's really important to get aligned with your decision making. And if you are not experiencing freedom 
in this state of the economy right now, you are not aligned with your decision-making. Here's a quick way that you can figure out, am I aligned or not aligned? Are you experiencing more of your not-self theme than your alignment theme? Then somewhere you are not aligned with your decision-making. And you want to follow your genetic roadmap and your blueprint through these economic energies. You want to look at, okay, my pearl, my role, where are the places I add value? What are people looking to pay me for? And then you want to be more valuable than the problem, meaning you have a solution ready for the people in your business. You want to be willing to go big when everyone else goes small. This is a huge mistake I see everyone making. In a time where the world constricts, you have to do the opposite and expand. You have to get over your shadow and move into your purpose, and that equals zero suffering. That equals expansion, abundance, prosperity. Remember, all the shadow is looking for is to be evolved. It's time for your next layer of evolvement. So here's why it'll work. Because it's your duty. It's your duty to fill the hole you see in society right now. It was put there for you to fill. You noticed it. Now it's time to do something about it. And I was just talking to somebody in the Facebook group about this. He said, I just have trouble finding groups where there are men having conversations like you're having in here, alignment conversations, human design conversations. And I said to him, maybe that's a sign for you to fill that hole. Maybe that's your role in society. Got to remember, it's your destiny to see something the world needs and offer it. When you realize it's your duty to do these things, to fill the world with your value, then you start making emotionally intelligent decisions, right? You're no longer reactive. It's your purpose, your duty, your destiny. It can't be any other way. So you start making decisions that you can count on. And we're big on creating a money code. You have to have a money code. It's like a code of values for your money. Where every dollar goes when it comes in, what you do with it, and why you do what you do with it. When you run your money through this money code, you're telling the universe that you're paying attention to what is important for you here, right? You're no longer getting distracted by, oh, this, oh, that shiny object. You're like, no, I know exactly what I'm here to do in the world, and my money is here to fund me through that. There's really a frequency that goes into knowing where your money is going, and it's in times like these that we either learn the lesson the hard way or we learn it the soft way. Just remember, right now, you're solving a problem no one else is. So like companies like Netflix and DoorDash, right? Before anyone knew who they were, they were killing it, solving problems for people. And that's why they got bought out and put out for all of us to see and enjoy. So it's time to empower yourself to be valuable in a time where others are giving into powerlessness. So how do you do this? How do you create the skills that empower you through uncertain economic times. Well, you have to know your human design. When you know you, others can't help but feel safe to pay you. That's just the bottom line. You have to know what parts of the chart matter. Have to know what matter to you. They, you have to know what matter to your clients. You have to know what is in alignment and what is out of alignment. And you have to stay out of confusion. Staying out of confusion allows for more money to be made in more creative ways. And that chart can be confusing. And that's why next week on August 29th, I'm hosting a free live event, Five Ways Human Design Can Make You a Millionaire. 
not hopefully someday, can make you a millionaire. You must know your destiny with money. You must know what your soul needs money for and why. That way, the money can come in to fuel your destiny and keep coming in. That way, you can look at your accounts and be like, eh, suggestion. I'm mildly impressed. I'm mildly not impressed, right? Become neutral. And in this live training, I really want to introduce you to this roadmap of prosperity that you literally own. It's a map for money coming into you in any economy. That way, you know what to do with it when it comes in, right? That way, you know how to keep it coming. And using this prosperity blueprint, this human design roadmap, literally lead to more money in a time when the world says there isn't enough in circulation. Tighten down, batten down the hatches. So I hope you can join me. I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't done a live event outside of my paid rooms for a year. And I can't wait to uncover the five ways human design can make you a millionaire. Register today because the first 500 participants literally will get, and we just did the bonuses today, it's over $3,500 in bonuses because, guys, I want to give you the things I did not have. I'm going to outline the parts of the chart to pay attention to. We're going to unlock subconscious behavior patterns. And you're going to know what to focus on in your marketing and sales. I'm also going to reveal the most important number on your chart to help you quantum leap your next big payday. So go ahead and find the link in the show notes. There will be a replay available, but only if you register beforehand. It's really my life's duty, my calling of utmost importance to me to let you in on this information. It's once been kept behind a paid wall. Believe me, I've been behind those paid walls. And it's time we all knew what the real energetics are about how money and business worked. And I'm here to serve in the best way I know how, pouring my value into you. I'm devoted to giving you access to the key components of your alignment journey. So join me on August 29th. All right, everybody. I'll see you next week. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself with the tool of integrity that is the high frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.